0: I released a video, a short on my channel, talking about how I was not a fan of the $70 price tag for uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because the Switch came out in 2017 or something like that. It was underpowered when it came out. It's basically just a glorified Android tablet, and it's not even comparable to the PlayStation 5 in any way, shape, or form or the Xbox Series X or the Xbox Series S or the Steam Deck or modern PC hardware or even PC hardware from five years ago. Like it is severely underpowered (laughs) and they're charging next generation prices for what, in my opinion, and I don't have any nostalgia for Legend of Zelda, by the way. So these people who are yelling at me are blinded by nostalgia. And I said that this looks like $70 for Breath of the Wild 1.5 on underpowered and outdated hardware. Wow. Nintendo takes another L.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Caleb Boudreau, the editor in chief of An Extraordinary Life Online, and today I have with me
2: Ryan.
0: Hi, I'm Ryan, or Release Radar on YouTube.
2: And Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I also go as Spaceknot on any social media. And we have some interesting topics to talk
1: to you guys about today, including the wonderful buyout of or. Yeah, it's technically a buyout, not really an acquisition because it's a full buyout uh, by Microsoft um, with Activision. So, uh, Ryan, since you brought this topic up, why don't you go ahead and catch everybody up on it?
0: Yeah, so Microsoft is acquiring Activision Blizzard for an absurd amount of money. It's like a hundred and something like billion dollars. Let me
1: find the exact figure real quick. I think it was something like close to a meme number um it was like i thought it was like 419 billion
2: yeah
0: Yeah. no it's it's like an obscene amount of money that none Uh, of us will ever see in our lives it's like crazy
2: it is reading at 68.7 billion dollars that was it it was just so close to 69 (laughs) that's like come on just round it up
1: guys
0: yeah but might as well so with that Obviously, Activision Blizzard has games like World of Warcraft, Overwatch 2, and the big one which is causing all the commotion is Call of Duty Mm -hmm. because that is like a big household gaming name. Everybody knows Call of Duty. My grandparents, who don't even know anything about gaming, know about Call of Duty. And one Christmas, they actually bought me Call of Duty for the PlayStation 3. I never had a PlayStation 3, but they bought it for me. So I was about to say,
1: like, was it for the actual correct console?
0: No, it was not. (laughs) And I know that's a meme I see floating around, but they they made that mistake. But you know what? It was fine. I still really appreciated the gift. But uh, Call of Duty is one of the biggest franchises in gaming, and there's a new release pretty much every single year. And Microsoft... By acquiring Activision Blizzard, will get the reins over Call of Duty, and Sony is not a big fan of that idea, which even I find though, hilarious.
1: They are they are known for their exclusives. They are known for keeping yeah their mm. things tight. Like mm-hmm. it's only just recently that they allowed their games to even be put on PC, which has always yeah. been oh. like an agnostic platform, and no. now they're pitching a fit.
2: I'm trying to remember the last time that I played Call of Duty on the PlayStation, and it was always like two to three week. Um, like, you got every um, every new DLC for the game was two to three weeks earlier on Sony's platform. Yeah, well, it now, was it, mm-hmm. it was like that. I think
1: Xbox 360 One. had that first. Yeah, I think it was Black Ops One and Two mm-hmm. that got it that got it first on Xbox, and then with the PS4, Xbox One generation it yeah. switched over to Sony. Well, I remember all of that.
0: Yeah, Activision basically chose the most popular platform at the time. So for a while the Xbox 360 was the place to game. So I remember Modern Warfare 3 Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 2, and um, this is not in order, but there've been so many Call of Dutys I probably couldn't list them in order. But from like CoD 4 Modern Warfare, the one that really blew up the franchise up until um, Ghosts, which is the one that came we'll out during the it. transition between the PlayStation 4 <laughs> and PlayStation 3. You
1: know, I actually liked Ghosts. It wasn't Ghost that was bad. Okay. The story was pretty great. Like I liked it if uh, they would have just stuck it. with it. <laughs> oh, you just do well, it for the memes. Got it. Yeah. Well, the multiplayer... <laughs> no, I
2: went to go back and play it um, just a few years ago, and it dead. Dead. Couldn't find anything. Yeah. yeah well,
0: the multiplayer was kind of not that good, and... Let's be honest, the Call of Duty community cares more about multiplayer than they do about the campaign by a lot. Fair. Yeah. So, um, that's why Black Ops 4 didn't even have one, which did not go <laughs> over well. They put all their resources into Blackout instead.
1: So, I was, uh, I was actually a manager at GameStop for the release of Black Ops 4. And I could not tell you how many people came and canceled their pre-orders the moment it was announced that the story was gone. I mean,
0: where did they go from Black Ops Three though? Train go boom, like that story was. So, how did we get from the numbers? What do they mean to train go boom? Like
1: I, I never was... actually played Black Ops Three. I played one and uh, two, really? and then never finished three. Like I played, man, the first couple minutes, and then after you go to that augmented reality training thing, I just mm-hmm. Meh. But yeah. I mean, I didn't well, have it was really next cool. gen at the time. I was mm, playing on my yeah. brother's PS4 like well, Black
0: Ops 3 was also on the 360 and the PS3 but it was a very like Well they didn't have the story version. Yeah, they didn't really. have the
1: story on uh previous gen.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, it was just the multiplayer and the zombies.
0: Huh. Yeah, no, the zombies like Black Ops 3 on PC, it's still sold for $60 which blows my mind.
1: All of active <laughs>
0: If you games. can get it on sale, like there's a there's a modding scene on Steam like through the Steam workshop. For Black Ops 3 zombies and it's actually really fun. But it's not worth sixty dollars for a game that came out like twenty fourteen. Like
1: I mean I, fair, but they they still sell all of like even Black Ops two, I think, is still like mm-hmm. MSRP at forty to sixty. And like yeah, that but, came out whenever I
2: was in like eleventh grade, tenth grade, something like that. Really? I don't, I'm actually looking right now just to see what all they have.
0: Yeah, but the the thing is with this whole Activision blizzard acquisition by microsoft is that call of duty is going to end up on game pass and so we're talking about pricing right now and how the games from uh 10 years ago are still 60 bucks well if they're on game pass if you have game pass you don't have to drop that 60 dollars mm-hmm. on the game anymore yeah and I mean, so like there are some games coming out that i'm excited about like atomic heart and why would i pay for it on steam if it's going to be on game pass i have Game Pass. there's right. no point Like, there's literally no point for me to drop sixty dollars if I already have access to it. But because I do Steam Deck benchmark videos and Game Pass isn't on, Linux Steam Deck, I'm gonna have to buy it on Steam. But hopefully, hopefully, it's not like seventy dollars. I don't think it's seventy dollars. I think no, I think
2: it's sixty. But it's which game? Uh, Atomic Atomic Heart. Heart. Oh yeah, I haven't looked into it very much, but I think it
0: looks really good.
2: I love
1: Game Pass because I mean it's $10 if you're just on Xbox or 15 a month if you're Xbox and PC mm-hmm. and you get access to everything. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some sort of incentive for uh developers or, or publishers for them to actually leave their games on there, especially if it's um like affecting sales. Yeah. Which didn't you say that it was affecting sales to some extent
0: so it has been released that and this is a quote um a redacted percentage of game pass customers who have been subscribed to game pass for six months um had six months or more they buy like less games basically and if i can find the actual quote that i'm looking for here um microsoft's eternal analysis basically confirmed that x percentage there is an X percentage decline in base game sales 12 months after a game is added to Game Pass.
1: And to be fair, this is from the Competition and Markets Authority provisions provisional findings report from the UK government. So it's not like it's a small, like, oh, we talked to this small news organization that no one's ever going to read. Like, this is essentially the UK's FCC.
2: Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I haven't pulled up here. I'm reading through it.
1: They're the ones that essentially approve or disapprove the whole acquisition on that end. Mm-hmm. So for them to just straight up tell them, well, it does actually affect a percentage of games sold, like, there has to be some kind of incentives for publishers to even do it. Like, it can't just be a one-time fee.
0: Yeah. Also... I think that they do get paid up front. I'm not entirely sure how it works, but it would make sense that Microsoft pays them up front. And for me, there's two ways that I look at this, right? Because like, as a consumer, if a game's been out for five years and it's still $60 and then bam, it's all of a sudden on Game Pass, I am I might play it on Game Pass if I would not have otherwise paid that $60 for a five-year-old game, right? Yeah. But then also, I, most games today have microtransactions, right? So if... They don't get any money per, like hour played of the game on Game Pass. If I'm a player and I paid sixty dollars for a game, and then it's ten dollars for this end game item, I'm not going to pay that. But if I got the game for free, I might be more incentivized mm-hmm. to pay that ten dollars for the uh, the end game item or whatever, right? Because I didn't pay any money up front to play the game outside of my subscription to Game Pass. If that makes sense.
1: Very fair. I know. Um, I have a group of friends that play Conan Exiles. They bought literally all the content just because it was mm-hmm. on Game Pass. Yeah. So, I mean, now the those scary season thing. passes, all of the extra, like, tools, weapons, cosmetics, all of that, they got it all.
0: Yeah, the scary thing with Game Pass and, like, Starfield, I'm excited about Starfield. It's going to be on Game Pass, but I'm actually going to buy the game on Steam because, and I know this might be a bad example because Microsoft acquired Bethesda. But who knows when games are just going to be pulled from Game Pass, right? What if Game Pass shuts down and you have all of your progress on X game on Game Pass and Game Pass gets uh, sunset, right? Like what happens to all that progress? Will that carry over to the Steam version? Is it cloud saves? Is it tied up to an external account? Or is all that progress just gone, right?
1: Well, I mean, we we don't have to look much further than what happened with Stadia. Yeah. Yeah, i, I mean, guess that's true mm. but one thing the game pass does give you is if you have game pass they will give you t- either a 10 or 15 percent discount whenever they announce that it's leaving they're like hey mm-hmm. yeah we see that you've played this game we'll give you a discount if you purchase it with us what do you say you know
0: yeah and i've noticed that too actually
1: however i will say this that on pc um my buddy Anthony, Anthony and I were going to be playing uh, Wolfenstein
0: Youngblood. Blood?
1: Yeah, Youngblood.
0: Yeah, the yeah. co-op. Kyle one. and I played that.
1: Um, I owned it on Steam because I got it as part of the huge sale for Bethesda one year, and uh, but it was on Game Pass. He had Game Pass, so he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to spend money on Steam if I, you know, can just get it on Game Pass." Mm-hmm. His 3080 kept running into. Um, VRAM issues where I kept saying, oh, not enough VRAM to run the game on ultra settings, but my 980 Ti was running it like a dream as long as I played the Steam version. Yeah. So like on PC, are you really getting the most optimized versions? Like, because if the Steam version runs perfectly fine, but the Game Pass version runs with a memory leak, like how great is that?
0: I personally have not encountered anything like that. But at the same time, you know, cost of living is stupid high right now, and most people just can't pick up every game that they want to pick up. So if it's going to go to Game Pass, they they can play it on Game Pass if they otherwise would have not been able to play it, like, for the full $60, $70 up front. So, like, you also have to think, like, as a developer, what matters more to you? Do you want more people playing your game, or do you want more people buying your game? Now, obviously, you want to make the cost of production of that game back and profit, But once you profit, how much do you care, right? Because you spent hours of your life. Now, the publishers will cry about it because publishers only care about the money. But the actual developers, the people who actually made the game, wouldn't you want more people playing your game or would you just want more money?
1: Well, I mean, to be fair, the way capitalism works is if you're a publicly traded company, if you're big enough to have that publicly traded status, you have to show growth every single year. Otherwise you could be investigated and why, why are you losing this much money? And, you know, so it's, it's, it's just a very tricky thing.
0: Yeah. Now, but one good thing that I do see coming out of the acquisition of Activision Blizzard is a shift in their work culture. Because over the past two, three years, I don't know if you guys have followed up on the news, but there has been Bobby harassment suit after like <laughs> internal investigation, Body Kotick or whatever his name is, is just an absolute um, garbage human being. And it's just it's not a not a good work environment. There's been tons of reports of sexual harassment at Blizzard specifically. And then Bobby Kodak is a horrible CEO I believe that's his position, right? CEO yes. of Activision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: they they essentially said, "Look, if we buy you out, we'll give you a retirement package." It's like
0: he's going to get a golden parachute. Oh so yeah, he's going <laughs> to be fine. He's going to fail, but <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, funny. That? <laughs> golden parachute's going <laughs> to fail. <laughs>
1: I'll be mean, fair. I mean, it's heavy enough; it'll just like sink him down faster.
0: Yeah. But, like, he'll be out of the company, and I think that's what the consumers and the ground floor employees want because the work environment there is horrible. Like, recently it was unveiled that they want to return to the office, and um, a lot of developers moved away from the office because they just kind of assumed that work from home was going to be the standard from now on, like it is for a lot of companies. And, like, imagine if you moved two hours away from the office to get a bigger home away from the city— and now you have to have like a two and a half to three hour commute because of traffic every day, both to and from work, you're probably going to want to find another company you can work for that allows work from home. You're not going to waste six hours of your day commuting to and from work. Like,
1: But then again, like the whole work from home thing, I, I could I, I completely agree with work from home, you know, but in a creative environment. There's just something about working next to peers and spitballing ideas off of one another. Yeah. If you're not in a video call literally all day, which, I mean, if you are work from home, I doubt that you will be. Because, I mean. No. Yeah, so like. I,
2: I've worked from home before and I've, I just sit there for hours by myself and then all of a sudden we have a meeting and it's like 20 minutes go by. And I'm like, okay, cool. I won't hear from them for another 36 hours before the next one. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's
1: not like you're just not working, though. Like, you are getting work done. You are getting stuff mm-hmm. done. But you just don't have those creative juices flowing. So, I mean, I completely understand, like, hey, we don't want to do work from home anymore. But at the same time, it's like, you kind of should give them that option to at least explore it. Yeah. Because, like, if it's play testers, why do they need to be at the office? Like, yeah. all they're doing well, is playing looking for bugs.
0: Yeah, but... Maybe it could be security of the, the game because if they're playing on their own hardware at home who's to say that they don't have a camera point in at the screen and they're not going to leak the information, even if they signed an NDA, right? So if you're in a controlled environment where everybody has to have their phone off and you have somebody watching the play testers, those leaks won't happen. Like there is a position at, at ZeniMax in like Richardson and it is a game tester. It's on LinkedIn right now, but you have to go to their office so I bet Zenimax is Bethesda. I bet they're playtesting Starfield pretty close to me right now. But like you have to be at the office. You have to go to the office because they don't want to send you that code online and they don't want you taking pictures. They don't want you taking videos. You have to sign an NDA. But like, what if you take a video? They're not going to know. Right. Like, I mean, fair. So,
1: Speaking of it, did you know how um, the review copies for Elden Ring went out? I heard. Uh, this, I do not. Uh, I forgot which podcast it was they actually sent out review codes through a similar service like um, uh, bah, 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 Stadia. So mm. they oh, sent- yeah. everything was streamed off of the yeah. servers that way from software and the publisher, I can't think of their name, uh, but that way they could, Bandai Namco, that way they yeah. can actually see what the reviewers are seeing. And if they run into any problems, everything's seen right then and there. They can already start working on a fix and log it. Hmm. So, like... But they,
0: Elden Ring also did the playtesting during uh, the COVID, right? Like,
1: I, I believe so. So, I mean... We're, we're just in a whole new time, right? Where with oh, yeah. the amount of technology we have... Like, sure, there are security concerns, but I mean you could very much just get an anti-recording screen. Like there there are films that you can put over a monitor that make it near impossible for you to record from a, like a, a, an external device.
0: Or you can just send every person a small different segment of the game and document what segment you sent them. And if, if a specific segment, segment leaks, leaks you'll exactly. know who did it because you have their name tied up with that segment.
1: Exactly. So that, that kind of... Um, like, it reminds me of, like, some of the review copies that I was sent. It, it's odd to me, like, one of the most memorable, I would say, would have to be Martha is Dead. I don't know if you guys have played that one.
0: No. I haven't heard of it.
1: So, Martha is Dead is a psychological horror game where... Um, you actually run you're, you're a, a young teenage girl in World War II hmm. um who finds her dead sister in a lake and dead twin is that sister, sister named Martha yes okay um your name is Julia your dead twin sister is found in a lake you put on her necklace and then your parents start treating you as her cuz she was the favorite so, mm. you bury Julia, but you're actually burying Martha, so you start having this imposter syndrome, because your parents are now calling you Martha, and, like, it's it's down a rabbit It's wild, but it is fantastic.
0: Sounds interesting.
1: Um, I actually purchased the collector's edition a year ago, and they're just now shipping out. It's ridiculous. Jesus. But, um... Yeah. Oh. It, like... That that's a whole nother can of worms. But um essentially I, I saw that it was recommended on the horror games subreddit, and people mm. were talking about like falling through the floor, getting stuck on the environment, and all of these other things. And I'm like, I played a pre-release build and I had none of these issues. Like I have no idea. Like what kind of hardware are you running on that you're having all that's
0: that's the weird thing about like optimizing games for PC versus console right because on console every Xbox Series X is the same every PS5 is the same every switch is the same right and so it's very easy to optimize a game to play on console but on PC do you have a 4090 do you have a 970 do you have Mm a 6900 XT do you run on integrated graphics how much ram do you have do you got eight gigs do you got 16 gigs is it 32 gigs is it ddr3 is it ddr4 are you stuck in the early early 90s last year are you on like ddr2 like what do you got
1: yeah. <laughs> like, i mean fair but just a, photo of a potato <laughs> <laughs> are you on a raspberry pi my guy <laughs> hey, i mean raspberry me pies
0: you could play doom <laughs> on that did okay, you, but okay. you can
1: play Doom on a on a freaking TI-84 calculator. Like. Speaking
0: of playing Doom on everything though, this is a quick tangent. There's a keyboard that's coming out that has like its own graphics card built into it so you can do like little animations on the keyboard that don't hog your computer's horsepower. And somebody on the Reddit that uh that this keyboard was announced through said that they're going to program it to play Doom. So you can basically you can play Doom on your keyboard like
2: I mean, I play Doom on my flipper, okay? that—that like, um, <laughs> That is, Doom can run on literally anything. Yeah. It's great, man. Samsung SmartPage. <laughs> but you know what cannot run on anything? <laughs> hmm. AI.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah. No, that's oh, yeah. true. So and you have to have powerful hardware for that.
1: Yeah. So, like, we've mm-hmm. been uh, experimenting with different AI here. Um,. Mm-hmm because one of our biggest dilemmas is trying to find out, because it's it's literally only two of us, right? Two, maybe mm-hmm. three. Um, but we're trying to figure out how to transcribe audio interviews that we do in order to um, just control F a couple keywords to find specific quotes rather than Mm -hmm. reading or watching an entire hour hour and a half sometimes two hour long interview and it's just how do we do that because if you think about it if to transcribe an hour hour and a half interview you have to listen to it constantly pause Mm -hmm. your brain has to calculate what you just heard type it all out press play listen to another 15 second type it out press play, you know, just constant back and yeah. forth. So that hour and a half turns into three, four hours where it's just constant. So like we're, we're thinking, how can this make it easier? But everything that we found is like a subscription-based like Otter AI. Um, yeah, I know what it, that is. It's like a monthly subscription where... Because they want to make money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair. You know, everything has yeah. to bring in profit. But like for a company like ours, where it's technically not a company because we haven't even made a dime in profit yet, you know, like everything is building up to work with people and still keep the integrity of just a non-biased, you know, viewpoint. How do, how do we justify an additional 15 to $20 every month just for that when we don't even know if we're going to need it that month?
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, chat GPT, I'm sure everybody listening knows what that is. It was uh, recently, It you don't have to pay for it, but there is like a chat GPT premium that does uh, it like cycles through answers faster. You can look it up. Like, it's on so, chat GPT no. and that it's was like faster made responses. By
1: Hold on. That was actually made by Microsoft after it was integrated in with Bing
0: hmm. Really? No, it only took him like yeah. a day. <laughs> like it took a day and there's a subscription service tied up with chat GPT. <laughs> it's just so funny to me. But like I mean, personally, I've used chat GPT for a lot of stuff like uh, helping with writer's block. If I have to like write an essay about something, but I don't know where to start. I run it through chat GPT. I don't copy paste it because the AI uh, weird pacing. It doesn't really understand how to formulate a sentence as if a human would read it. Right. If that makes any sense. So, and like, there's no grammatical errors, but like I run the prompt through chat GPT. I'm like, I don't even know where to start on this essay and it's due at midnight. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got it now. (laughs) And it just helps me get going. And I also used it to make, uh, not chat GPT, but I used a different AI. I think it's a discord bot called like mid journey bot. And I used it to make my profile picture on, uh, on my YouTube channel because like I'm a small content creator and I make a little bit of money from YouTube, but it's like, It's not much. I would consider it like not even part-time. It's almost to a part-time pay, but it's not quite there yet. And so could I pay an artist, you know, a hundred bucks to make me a professional profile picture? Sure. Or could I just use an AI and throw words at it until I get what I want for free? Yeah. I'm going to do that instead.
2: I mean, I've dabbled with some AI right now. I'm using, if you watch the video version, this is actually just AI blanking out my background. And I also use it for my microphone to get rid of my loud PC because it's, Loud right now. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, small also boy. Dealt with,
1: in the PC's defense, you did stuff a what 4080 in a micro <laughs> yeah. I, or mini ITX
2: case. Yeah, it, it is <laughs> a small build. I mean, yeah, that is why it's loud. <laughs> well, let's I've talk about your with, roommate's um, build. <laughs> it's mine's actually smaller.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, mine's smaller than his. He had to and, extend his to fit all this stuff. Yeah, but, but yours. Um, DeepFace Live is a thing that I've dabbled with as well. Um, Basically, it takes a reference or a pack of photos that are all reference photos of different angles and everything, and it can paste it onto your own face. I've done it mainly as jokes, but DeepFace Live allows you to run it live like while you're using your webcam, and I've actually used it to confuse some people before. It's actually really, really cool but man, AI takes a lot of power. Mm -hmm. See, that kind of reminds me of, uh,
1: what was that streamer that got caught? He was switching tabs. Yeah. There was a
0: streamer who got caught with deep fake, um, and SFW content of his coworkers because he's a full-time streamer. Other other streamers like, like, uh, Pokimane, I believe was one of them.
1: Uh, yeah. And and
0: so it's like, that's that's one thing that kind of scares me about AI cuz like there's now a, there's not only AI like things that can replace somebody's face onto somebody else's <laughs> face but now there's AI voice things that have come out recently and I don't know if yeah. you've seen the memes about like Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Donald Trump and Putin all playing like Call of Duty together. I've seen those memes and the AI voice it sounds like them. You just need 60 seconds of recording of somebody's voice. And then you can make that person say anything. What you mean? And you just need, like, somebody to, who has the same physical form of that person, deep fake the AI onto their face, and mm-hmm. then use that thing for their voice. And then, there. uh-oh, is this world leader saying some really bad stuff, or is this fake? Well, I but mean, then here, also, I'm actually
2: going to add a link real quick. I totally forgot about it, but uh, this was back in March of 2021. A Japanese biker tricked the whole entire internet by using a mobile app to swap his face to look like a female and went, I, I think he went like internet famous in Japan. Oh, it was ridiculous. What? Yeah.
0: Because they they all thought it was a hot biker lady or something.
2: Yeah. The, <laughs> the news wanted to interview this said lady. And when, when they dug into it, found out more, turned out to be this dude. That's like three or four times older than what he said he was. <laughs> That's and also he was a male. (laughs) Yeah, also he was a man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know, it's as far as like the world leaders things. The like Barack Obama, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. Joe Biden, and Vladimir Putin. They all have very distinctive voice patterns, though. That's true. It's it's not that hard once you get your your voice pattern. Like it's almost like Elvis, right? Where you 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 hear the pattern. You're like, okay, you're trying to do an Elvis voice. Like, okay, that's... Yeah. So, once you get the pattern, from there, it's just the tone and the kinds mm-hmm. of words they would use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the inflection. Yeah,
0: Like how Donald Trump like pauses between every word and uh, Obama's like, my fellow Americans today. Like, I can't do the voice, but I understand oh, how really? he talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, it, it's scary because that technology could easily be used to do bad things, but then also... If a politician or a celebrity says something bad, couldn't they also just say, "Oh, I didn't actually do that. That was uh, that was a deep fake of me. You can't prove it
1: wasn't, right?" Well, yeah, but then again, there's also metadata to back all that up, right? So yeah, I guess that's
0: true. I mean, there's no uh, blockchain with AI though, like cryptocurrency. No, if you lie no, about cryptocurrency, there's a blockchain following your every move.
1: So one thing that a lot of people don't know is that cameras are built with. Well, obviously they have computer chips in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also have GPS. They know where that picture or video was taken with a yeah. with a thing. So if you can prove you weren't there, obviously deep fakeable.
0: But How what about prove that? Well, what about like using Could you use like VPN technology to Not on a camera. Move that? Okay. Not on a camera. I didn't know that. Once the
1: metadata is written? It's written. There's no like it's you you can't read, you can't redo it.
2: Yeah, the only way you can enough. redo
1: it is take it, put it on a computer, record it using screen capture. But then now that computer, if you have nothing like that, computer becomes the author of the video. Yeah. If that computer is the author and you have nothing to do with this random person in, say, Washington, D.C., and you can prove you have nothing to do with them, never met them, then obviously yeah. you're not in that video. So, like, yeah. there are ways to do it. I mean you have to get raided by the FBI yeah (laughs) let's let's not have that happen
0: yeah no it's just it's interesting to me because like I understand like probably an artist listening to this was not happy about my statement of not paying an artist for my profile picture and using AI so like it's it's kind of scary for artists and writers that the technology is as good as it is right now because in the next 10 years like who knows how good it's going to be? Like, couldn't we just like use an AI script to just pump out articles and we don't even have to touch them? Like, and we have an AI to revise the articles and then we have an AI to publish the articles. Like... I mean,
1: you could you could be you could be like, what was it, CNET? Um, yeah, Skynet CNET got caught in that. I think uh, it CNET? was CNET. wait, CNET did that. CNET did uh-huh. like hold on le- before we just throw them under the mud. I, I want to yeah, say it see was fire. CNET. They,
0: Journalistic integrity. We have to verify the information.
1: Um. Yeah, so wild, though. If it was, there was essentially, um, there was essentially a, a major publication that, yes, okay, it was CNET. CNET admitted <laughs> to using AI route AI AI, blah, 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 AI writer. Uh, for a total of 78 articles and had to go back and change all of them to correct them.
0: Yeah, but like I'm not <laughs> talking about specifically, I said 10 years from now, not right now, because I don't think the technology is quite there yet. Publicly, who knows what private corporations have behind closed doors that they're working on? Who knows what the government has, what they're working on, right? But what's publicly available isn't smart enough to do that stuff
2: well, yet. No. This was in house they made it in-house and that's what th- that was one of the side like issues that they had.
0: They it's, made their own AI?
2: Yeah, it was internally designed. They didn't use ChatGPT or anything else. They made it in-house. So,
1: you know what I find funny about that whole thing though, right? So, on January 17th, 2023, CNET is reviewing the accuracy of all of it and they're like, "Well, maybe ChatGPT is starting to get things wrong, guys. Maybe this isn't the the savior we thought it was." Like
0: it does get stuff Why wrong. didn't you
1: have somebody review it first? Like Yeah, you, no, I've used ChatGPT. How GPT. big are you? <laughs> that you yeah, can't that. No, I've have... used
0: ChatGPT to help me with uh with some like problems with numbers that I know how to calculate. And so, cuz ChatGPT can solve it in like 2 seconds while me I have to like get the equation written down and do all the math by hand or whatever, right? And so I get to the correct answer, and then I look over at ChatGBT, and it is something so far off that doesn't even make (laughs) any sense, and I don't know how it got the answer that it did. So it's not right 100% of the time, and it also never claimed to be right. Like I believe if you load up the website, there's like a couple bullet points, and one of the big things they say is that this thing makes mistakes. It's not always correct. Yeah, and it was, doesn't ChatGPT only have information up to, like, 2020, right? It doesn't have, like, 2022, 2023, or whatever?
1: Correct, and it is not connected yeah. to the internet. So they exactly they don't know what they get wrong and why they get it wrong.
0: Exactly. You can
1: tell it that it's wrong, and it'll try and correct itself, but it won't know, you know? Mm-hmm. So that um, OpenAI, which is the developer behind ChatGPT, actually created another tool that we started using and started experimenting with called whisper. It is the most interesting piece of technology that I have ever seen.
2: It is beautiful.
1: Cause like, uh, actually Kyle helped me set it up. Um, what it'll do is it will listen quote unquote to an hour long interview in 10 minutes and spit out a transcription of the entire thing in 10 minutes.
0: Now, does it depend on your computer's horsepower? Like, could you build an even more powerful PC?
1: Correct. So there are two separate, um, there are two separate ways that you can do it. You can either, A, use Google servers for their horsepower, or Mm -hmm. B, keep everything local. Um, I opted to keep everything local because another security reason why we didn't want to use Otter is once you upload a video to Otter or any of those things, they can keep it and use that as a training point for their AI Mm. so if if I do something like use whisper to transcribe something I am going to watch the interview read along with it and correct everything myself that way if something goes wrong I can fix it there so as long as I have a baseline it is already cutting my work time down significantly i can i can
0: attest to just like hardware acceleration like i i jumped from a 3090 to a 4090 and this isn't specifically Mm -hmm. with ai but i export a lot of videos i exported a video last night and on the 3090 now keep in mind i have new ram a new cpu and a new motherboard i basically have a whole new platform and so um ddr4 to ddr5 and all that stuff and so my new pc exports like a 30 minute long YouTube video in 4k in like 10 minutes when my old PC would take it 30 to 45 minutes and mm-hmm. it saves so much time to your point. Like having that extra horsepower is just like, it's so nice to be able to export it and have it done. Cause I used to click export and then go to bed and then wake up the next day and then it might be done. Like it just depends. If it doesn't have an like, error. Yeah. If yeah. it doesn't, oh my God, dude, I've had that happen it. to me so many times. <laughs>
2: Caleb, we talked about it what was the error rate that we were getting wasn't it like oh, 0. So, 1, like 16% so 0.16% error rate
1: yeah so the very first interview that we transcribed was an hour and 10 minutes and it had a point 0.16% error rate and that was That's with crazy. me being stupid specific so like i was giving it an error if there was a drop in audio quality i was giving it an error if it spelled my name wrong which I mean, my name is. If you've is ever seen wrong. it, it's it's yeah. my name is spelled wrong. So, <laughs> your um, parents
0: wanted to be quirky. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a whole other topic for another day. Um, <laughs> but so, like, even with me being stupid specific, the error rate isn't supposed to even be that high for zero point one six. So, it's it is scary how accurate, and it it doesn't play the like I said. It, plays, it, it will go through an hour-long interview in 10 minutes, and it won't even play the audio. You don't hear anything. You just see the yeah. command line flowing with text that it's pulling from the file, yeah. not explaining how it does it. And it'll spit out a text file for your notepad, copy and paste that into a Word document, start formatting it, and getting ready to, to go about your day. Like, it is just mm-hmm. Wild.
0: Yeah, no, for YouTube Shorts, I've been using a CapCut video editor on my desktop, and it uses AI-generated captions. And so if you've ever watched TikTok or YouTube Shorts, you know how everybody has those captions that popped up. I was doing those manually for so long. like <laughs> It takes me like an hour to like edit the captions for like a 60-second video. There has oh. to be a more efficient way to do this. And the you nice can thing. use CapCut's AI-generated captions. It does make mistakes if you don't speak clearly, but you can easily go in and fix those. And it has saved me so much time
2: no the nice thing with whisper is there's an option to bake it into the video data so if you go to take after the whisper and you upload it to YouTube it will automatically grab the closed captioning for it. That's Just right off the bat built into the video yeah now, it no, I don't not be accurate but it's way better than using like Google's uh, what, what is it their their suggested closed captioning
0: yeah, no, that gets a lot of stuff wrong. But like as a as somebody who looks at analytics a lot right now, mm-hmm. I can see the percentage of people who watch my videos that actually listen to captions and it's like point zero five or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. it's not a big enough audience for me to consider now if that number was to go up to like five percent, I would consider using Whisper AI to auto caption everything for me. But Let me As of right now, like my my YouTube channel is still relatively small. I've got like 3,186 subscribers at the moment or something Mm -hmm. like that. So I'm not too worried about it. But if anybody requests it, like if somebody comments on my video saying that they're hard of hearing or something and they would love for the captions to be more accurate, I would gladly take the time to make it a better viewing experience for them. But at the moment, I don't have like a big need to do so.
1: So um with all AI out of the way, so let's let's talk about a couple of the um interesting things that are happening in the gaming gaming sphere like um the voice act or not even the voice actress the facial model for Abby in The Last of Us Part 2 still getting like threats to her well-being two years almost three years at this point after the game even released and all she did was have a facial scan
0: yeah i didn't even know they used somebody's face i just thought it was a face that they created for the game and like this person was like they used her face as an asset during development which means she got paid for the facial scan and that was it i believe yes and it was back in like 2017
1: yeah according to this uh like this is from her twit what did you call it twit longer
0: quit longer yeah
1: so um she said bro i have not been on naughty dogs payroll since 2017 i am not their complaint department i think you forgot a cc on this one champ um this isn't even scary it's just annoying at this point i work a fucking desk job for god's sakes i'm sitting here trying to get work done and some idiot decides to write some cry baby cry baby shit at me i always imagine that bawling their eyes out as they do it it's pathetic. I hate posting stuff like this, and for years I kind of silently put up with it, but I think I want people to know that this stuff is still happening, especially with the franchise now finding mainstream success on HBO. It's not going away anytime soon. And it's it's sad whenever you read what he actually wrote. It's like, do people find themselves funny for, for saying stuff like this? He said, and I quote, I fucking hate you. How dare you live and continue being alive after the trash that you are. After the trash that you are, you. Oh, God, this is horrible English. (laughs) You fucking ugly cunt. Yeah. I hope I run into you in real life. Bitch. Then you'll get what Joel got. Also, I pray nothing but the worst, not worst, mind you, the worst for you.
0: This sounds like it was translated from another language to English.
1: (laughs) And your future children hope they pass away at a young age. I know witchcraft and will be hella putting curses on your ugly ass. So like, maybe you should conjure
0: a spell to speak better English or type better English. If you know witchcraft, but (laughs) like
2: who thinks this is okay. Like yeah, children, and uh, the funny say. thing Uneducated is like people. There we go. This
0: person's email cuz this was sent to them via email, right? Correct. This, this is person's email is not in the the credits for the game. So this person had to find their name in the credits for The Last of Us Part 2, type their name into Google, find their email. They probably had three or four other people with the same name cuz names are pretty common, right? Like I got there's three people out there with my same exact first and last name. So it's just like it's crazy that this person they, they were like, basically this person who harassed them doxed them, right? Because they found all their personal information and they went out of their way to contact them on their like personal email. Like that information's not going to be in the credits for The Last of Us Part 2. So it's just like this person got doxed by the person harassing them and they didn't like publicly release the information, but they took the time to look up their name, find their email, so make they, sure it was the right one.
1: <laughs> yeah, they found her on Twitter and her, her Twitter has her email like her work email forward facing. Okay. If if people want to get in touch with her, you know. But that's so much work just to send one like it's just not worth it. Well, and see, that's the sad thing. This isn't the first time it's happened, right? So Which is crazy. Um whenever um IGN Korea whenever they first came out with their review for God of War Ragnarok they gave it. A, I think it was like a sixty-five or a sixty-six. When everyone else was giving them eight nines and tens, IG and Korea gave it a sixty-six. Well, I don't agree with their, um, with their. You know, could it be whole like a
0: cultural difference? Well, so based, like is it a cultural bias?
1: One of the quotes from his interview that I pulled was: "Sadly, the game was insufficient to be felt as a new representation." Rather, it felt like a DLC of the previous title. Okay, so, I can
0: kind of agree with that. I, I can I kind see. of
1: see, like, you know, it was still fun, but there wasn't yeah. so much that it couldn't have just been a DLC. Um, But it doesn't... It, it doesn't... How to put it? What's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't warrant... Justify? Yeah, it doesn't justify what this person sent him. Um, He got a dm in his twitter so like he found who wrote the review he found what his name was found him on twitter and sent him a dm calling him a korean low-life low-skill writer fuck (laughs) you people there are so soulless live robot-like life I, I i don't know what that's supposed to mean you have no passion for games. How would you even know any stuff? Like, for reals, homes, no cap. If you were right here... <laughs> My man said no cap. Like, if you... If this I think, is how you talk... I think it
0: meant live robot. Like, you live a robot life. I think I, that's what
1: they meant. I guess, but like, to keep going and saying, like, I'm gonna beat your ass and humble you. I'm gonna kill you. Look at you, you ugly looking fuck. Like,
0: yeah. Ho- this See, is I just why don't people understand
1: gamers.
0: Yeah, well, it's not even just Stupid. gamers. Like I do tech reviews and I've had some pretty and I'm not even a big channel. I've had some very rude comments put on my videos for opinions that I've had about specific devices and like I I released a video, a short on my channel talking about how I was not a fan of the $70 price tag for uh Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because that The Switch came out in 2017 or something like that. It was underpowered when it came out. It's basically just a glorified Android tablet, and it's not even comparable to the PlayStation 5 in any way, shape, or form, or the Xbox Series X, or the Xbox Series S, or the Steam Deck, or modern PC hardware, or even PC hardware from five years ago. Like It is severely underpowered, (laughs) and they're charging next-generation prices for what, in my opinion, and I don't have any nostalgia for Legend of Zelda, by the way, so these people who are yelling at me are blinded by nostalgia. And I said that this looks like seventy dollars for Breath of the Wild one point five on underpowered and outdated hardware. Wow, Nintendo takes another L. <laughs> like yeah, I said, something the along the lines of that.
2: classified as last gen. Yeah, so because
0: know. it came out in twenty seventeen, right? Yeah. There's no Switch Two. There's no Switch Pro. Now mm-hmm. it's rumored that the Switch Pro was supposed to be what the Switch OLED was, but because of COVID and the production slowdown, they couldn't they couldn't I get really the hardware. Doubt it. So, but I who really knows, right? Nobody knows the truth, but Nintendo. But. Like, I'm getting hate sent to me because I'm not excited about a Zelda game using the exact same engine, the exact same map, and like reusing a lot of the same assets for $10 more on a device that runs natively at 720p, 30fps. Like, no. Well, (laughs) to be fair,
1: to be fair, we don't know how much the map or game mechanics have changed. So, while I do agree with you on the price point, we don't yeah. know how much was actually changed.
0: I mean, but... they added a whole new like sky biome to the map, mm-hmm. but I just I can't justify seventy dollars for a Switch game. Well, just I don't even you, have a Switch anymore.
2: Just remember, you bought Breath of the Wild, and that was a Wii U game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <fair. laughs> I mean, the last time I played
0: Breath of the Wild was through Simu on my PC with shaders. We so don't that
2: that's illegal well i have <laughs> no, a, i have a legitimate copy of the game true. though yeah that, that is true I,
1: I paid i paid for the game so as long as you paid for the game and have access to the hardware legally as long as you rip the copy yourself and do not download a rom legally mm-hmm. you are allowed to play it on whatever you can
2: yep. that's why i keep a ps1 in my car that's why i have a ps2 i haven't sold it yet because i still emulate those games
0: Yep. i have an xbox 360 well the reason i held on to my 360 is because halo wasn't on pc for a long time so if i wanted to play halo i had to boot up my xbox 360 now mcc is on pc so i kind of don't need to keep it anymore but it's just it's crazy that people will go through the and i've just a small creator. I, I don't even have 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, right? And I'm getting hate sent to me because I'm not a fan of the way Nintendo's handling their next their next game's price tag. And so larger creators, it doesn't surprise me at all that they get a lot of hate sent to them because people have too much free time, I guess, and maybe they just have a drink and they're mad so they yell at person on the internet. You know, who knows? It's just, it's kind of, in my opinion, Completely pathetic to do something like that, and it's just—it's not even this person who was the facial model for Abby. It's not even their fault whatsoever she about the no, story. Yeah, she had. She no probably idea didn't even know.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. She <laughs> hasn't
1: like like she said she hasn't been on the payroll since 2017. Yeah, but like that's like quick. right. But that's like uh Alana Pierce, right? um She's yeah. a big YouTube creator. Used to work for IGN. Mm-hmm. Um I've been following her hired. for quite a while. Yeah, like she's big, right? Has multiple podcasts, but she recently got hired by Santa Monica Studios, the developer behind God of War, God of mm-hmm. War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm.
0: Um she was hired whenever, as a writer, right?
1: Yeah, she was hired as a writer. Okay. Um but at the point that she was hired, 90% of the writing was already done. Like yeah. the, the um, like the game was almost in gold. They barely had to um delay it just because of you know quality issues which like Corey barlog said whenever it's done it is done and yeah he he just he was just the creative director because he directed the sequel or the prequel rather yeah but right the day she announced that she got hired was the date that uh they announced the delay in production and she got a pretty nasty dm Um, herself saying you got hired then god of war is delayed for the first time ever too busy about getting gang Uh, i'm sure you can
2: fill in that Mm. that following
1: word what's a sound
0: effect for guns yeah
1: (laughs) by by all your simp simp twitch subs to actually do work lmao Hope it happens and someone streams it and you get fired because you're a useless whore and the game comes out 2021 and PS5 only. Like, once again, why? What is this benefit?
0: I don't understand the train of thought to think that the hiring department at a company like Sony has any any say in delaying a game in their gaming division. Right, like there, there is no correlation. Hiring somebody in any business will not cause a product that that business is working on to be delayed. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Exactly. And, and so,
1: um, what's his um, uh, not Corey Barlock, who played um Christopher Judge, the voice oh, yeah. actor behind Kratos. Boy, actually, yeah, yeah. boy. <laughs> actually came out and said that he had to have back surgery, both hips replaced, and knee surgery. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. All of that. And Santa Monica oh, waited for him to recover before, hey, we need you to come and do work. Like, yeah. they legitimately gave him time to recover fully before bringing him back into the studio. Like... Thank gosh, he, this wasn't Activision. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: straight up came and said, "Hey, this is my fault. Stop blaming yeah, no. people."
0: Yeah, and I, I want to say something. From
2: Corey Barlog as well, where he's like, "I made the call." Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: now I want to say something really quick that I just thought of and just remembered that kind of connects the story about The Last of Us and this story with Alana Pierce because. I used to have a uh, Instagram account that I posted video game screenshots to. It was called Mm. video game screenshots. (laughs) I like like cinema, cinema,
1: cinematography, Jesus Christ,
0: video game cinematography, brain go burr. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. I'm going to blame that. But like, it's so cool to be able to take screenshots in games and games are getting more and more beautiful. Like you got a Red Dead Redemption two poster behind you. One of the prettiest games I've ever played. But when the last of us two came out, I, uh, I took some screenshots, threw them up on that. Uh, Instagram account and a lot of Pierce, like almost every single one from the last of us two that I posted on my Instagram. So that was kind of cool. So just this conversation, like the last of us being right here next to um, all this stuff just reminded me about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, well, I don't, I don't know if people realize that sure. Celebrities have such a higher reach of the people that they can talk to. Yeah. But they're still humans. Like, if you get mad, if you get told off, they get mad too. Like, if you get upset and take it personally, they do too. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, some people have thicker skin than others, but, like, come on now. And and it's happening more and more. You're happening, like, with the whole boycott for um, the uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Like, Mm -hmm. you're, you're getting twitch streamers I think that are that, being completely attacked over this just yeah, girlfriend
0: reviews was like targeted by a hate mob and like i understand you should be completely entitled to think critically for yourself you should be able to formulate your own opinions you are you you have your own life experiences maybe you have close connections with people within the lgbt community maybe you don't right So you are able, as you, to formulate your own opinion on whether or not you want to play the game. If you want to boycott it because you don't stand for J.K. Rowling, you have every right to do that. But if you let game, game look fun, I play game, you have every right to do that too. And I'm not (laughs) even a fan of Harry Potter. And this game is fun. I've never seen any of the movies. I've never read any of the books. I've never played any other games. But I like waving wand at Big Troll. There's no deeper meaning to me. There might be a deeper meaning to you. But I am not you. That is my tangent about Hogwarts Legacy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they um, they completely... Like, Girlfriend Reviews had their entire subreddit shut down. They had their Twitch, if I'm not mistaken, uh, temporarily banned. Like, they had a lot of... They were mass-reported. And the game oh,
0: yeah. on Steam, people added tags. Like, you can add custom tags to games on Steam. Like, the game on Steam had, like... Uh, some really messed up tags added to. I don't even want to repeat what they said. I but think like, one of them was
1: anti-Semitic, like the goblins. It's really? like goblin. Yeah, yeah. Because like the goblins, the, they said the goblins at Green Gots were uh, <clears throat> anti-Semitic representation of Jewish people, and it's like, huh? She was not the first <laughs> per- people to make goblins. You realize? So that, what right? about Lord of the Rings? Well, Lord of what the Rings. What about the Hobbit? Like, it, it's it's been like almost a hundred years that goblins as a whole race of creatures they a staple of
0: fantasy creatures like, yeah like the, they're even in oblivion like like i don't they're, how they're, do you i don't understand the fact that they make the connection and maybe them having that connection proves them to be more anti-semitic that they're thinking that much about it like who knows right but it's just and it's it's crazy, and you know, if you play Hogwarts Legacy, cool. If you don't, cool. You have the right to make your own decision, but it's not your place to pressure other people into doing what you want them to do, because that's just not how the world works.
1: Exactly, and it's it's funny because if you look up um, on Google, Bing, um, anything like that, the
0: game's trending.
1: If you look really. up, who owns Wizarding World? Okay, Wizarding World is the company that owns. Um, Harry Potter. So she
0: sold the IP, didn't she?
1: So when you look up who owns it, the only thing that J.K. Rowling's owns or J.K. Rowling owns is the um, the rights to the theatrical, which is play, not theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the books. That's it. She has nothing to do with movies, nothing to do with games, nothing to do with.
0: Now she still the, gets royalties though. No. But
1: she only gets publishing and theatrical stage rights. That's it.
0: She doesn't get royalties from the game?
1: Not from what I not from what I found so far.
0: No. But like even if she does and the rumors have said that she gets like 1% the game is $70 or $60 so like she makes 1 to 2 dollars from me if I buy the game. Oh no, I give a billionaire 2 bucks, whatever. Shall Plus, I do <laughs> I
2: mean it was made by Warner Brothers which
1: and, and, they and have like their softwares. own things in their cop. they have their own things in their closets like, like
0: yeah and it's just funny to me that it was a big like twitter mob and you know what company is also owned by a openly anti lgbt person um, <laughs> twitter and you're using <laughs> their platform and you're looking at ads on their platform so you're giving them money and you're complaining about me playing a money. game maybe get off twitter <laughs> like money give me money <laughs> money 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 <laughs> No, the whole controversy is so stupid. And like there's also a controversy brewing around Atomic Heart because there was this one guy who said, don't buy Atomic Heart and how it's all Russian propaganda because of the war in Ukraine. And um, if everything's controversial, nothing's controversial. If everything's a problem, nothing's a problem. So I just... I don't understand why people are attacking. Like, by the way, this game specifically. Why do they care so much about Hogwarts Legacy? Why not Lego Harry Potter? That was popular too. They made like three of them, or at least two. (laughs) There's
2: no genders uh, in Lego. That's
1: why. Wait, say that again.
2: (laughs) There's no genders in Lego. That's why they didn't hate it.
0: Oh, yeah, they're all bricks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, but like, I just don't understand why. Like, if you if you want to be, you know aggravated with it right that's one thing fine yeah you have the right to be upset why attack people that have nothing to do with the game other than just purchasing the game and playing it
0: because you have to understand with a company like ign or girlfriend reviews or like Mm -hmm. me with my steam deck benchmarks like um more so for the other two examples because it's not my job but literally playing games and reviewing games is their job and when you do your job, you might have to do something that you don't want to do, but it's still your job to make that video. It's still your job to get that video out. Like it is their job, right? So like if they're doing it to pay the bills, does that still make them controversial? And I, they're, they're influencers, right? So they have the quote influence to inspire people to go out there and buy the game and play the game just by watching their favorite creator play it, right? Like with PewDiePie, I watched PewDiePie play Amnesia and then I went out and bought Amnesia because it looked fun. Right. So influencers do have that influence over people, but it's still like it's just a game. And the last thing that I'll say about it is I've played games since I was like six. And I mean, thousands of games, probably too many hours. I don't even want to think about, but um, I love to game. And Hogwarts Legacy is the first game that I have ever played that has a trans character who's tied to the main story. And Kyle, you've been playing the game. I think you know who I'm talking about. Um, This game has a trans character in it. And nobody talks about that. It's all this game bad. But I've played thousands of games in my life. And I've never once seen representation for that community in a video game up until now.
1: Last of Us Part 2. Okay, true. Lev. But,
0: oh, yeah. I, I, I've so, wiped but, the story of The Last of Us Part 2 out of my brain. It <laughs> made me mad. Yeah, I mean, but you I didn't, didn't harass anybody. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: didn't like it, but you didn't harass anybody. <laughs> so fair.
0: Um, I moved on.
1: But I, I actually have seen people... Um, I have seen people say that they were tied with the game. They helped develop the game and that character had its voice actor changed last minute as a stage act to get people off their back. So like, but then again, it's, how do you know? How, how do we know that you actually, there's were
0: no there? official public release about that, right?
1: no. It was just some person on Reddit that said, hey, I worked on the game. I can say without a doubt that this was actually a last-minute addition to make this character trans, and that's why it seems that so That doesn't make odd. any
0: sense, though, because there's dialogue about the fact that when people came back to school, they didn't recognize me at first, and they didn't say why, but it was implied the reason was because this character had transitioned yeah so you're telling me they had entire dialogue written for both the trans character the male voice actor for the protagonist and the female voice actor for the protagonist and additional motion capture for that one specific scene to retcon it to please no that would be too expensive to do that was probably part of the story from the time that character was created and i think it's like it's really awesome that this community is getting the representation that they deserve in this game right yeah. 'Cause there's not a lot of representation aside from like Hogwarts Legacy and The Last of Us Part Two. Like I can't think of anything else.
1: I, I can't either, but I mean I, I play as you can see behind me. These are just <laughs> you play these are just a games. few of them. But yeah. like um the amount that oh. I have digitally are ridiculous. But like I not that I can think of, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's just Harassing people just because you don't like something in a game, like with the uh, whole face actor for... I'm going to say face actor. That's probably not the correct term. But uh, the facial face model. Person, facial model for um, The Last of Us Part Two. Like Personally, I was not a fan of the direction that the game went in. And if you haven't played it or seen it, spoiler warning. But um, Joel dies very early into the game. And very And when gruesomely. I say I don't like the game, the um, people...
2: Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Well, well, you know what happened. You've had time. Okay.
0: Hey, I said spoiler warning, so you you had time to butt in. (laughs) Yeah, but Joel dies really early into the game. And for me personally, I'm entitled to my own opinions, right? My favorite part about The Last of Us was the dynamic between Joel and Ellie.
2: Mm.
0: Because without that dynamic, it's pretty much just a generic zombie game. And I've played generic zombie games before. So that dynamic is what really sold it for me. And so at the very beginning of the game, in the first couple hours when Joel meets Golf Club, um, <laughs> you, you have to just sit there, and I watched my favorite part of the game get beaten to death. So- and by the end of the game, you don't have the option to choose whether or not to take revenge on Abby. And I've had people say, like, but but the game, they couldn't make a third. Theory- have you ever played Mass Effect? Did you know that if you choose to kill a character in Mass Effect 1, they don't come back? Did you know those games all connect? If they wanted to make it so your choice from 2 to 3 connected, they absolutely could have, because a game from 2007 did it.
1: Well, in, They in could their, do that. In their defense, uh, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 all came out on the 360.
0: That's true. Last of Us Part so One easier to develop. PS3,
1: PS4, and now PS5. <laughs> and then Last of Us Part Two is PS4. <clears throat> so if you're going from generation to generation, you would almost have to replay that game on your console in order for yeah. the save file to go through. And that's or even at the beginning of the game, you're
0: prompted with the, uh, "Did you do this or did you do that or do you?" I mean, not
1: fair, care. fair.
0: So yeah, because like with Mass Effect, you don't. I started to play Mass Effect with uh, Mass Effect One. And my save didn't carry over correctly in the legendary edition, but there was like a little comic you could read and then you could choose the same choices that you made. So it carries over. So like it would have been possible. And so, but this is just my personal opinion, right? I was not a fan of the story. I was not a fan of the fact that Joel died as early as he did. Now that does not mean I think that he shouldn't have died. Like maybe they could have had it happen towards the middle of the game, but Atley literally killed a pregnant lady and then decided not to kill Abby. Like well, you she have crossed know. the line of morale. Like you have made your
1: choices. Well, see, so. like, here's the thing. I've heard that argument multiple times. She didn't know she was pregnant. So, if she didn't know that, um, if she didn't know that she was pregnant. And right after that is whenever she stops her crusade and decides I need to get out of here. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. This is what just happened. Then, okay, she tried to call it quits, but then Abby realizes what she did. Then the cycle continues. But I've seen multiple people, including Ashley Johnson um, and I got to replay the game in all
0: honesty. Because I don't really remember the exact specifics of the story because I played it when it first came out and never picked it up again. So
1: I would recommend playing one and two back to back because they've actually come out and stated that The Last of Us wasn't about the father and daughter relationship. Everybody is like, oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But it's actually about finding something to fight for whenever you've lost everything else. Yeah. I.
0: So and, like, But the thing is, it doesn't matter to me what the message that they're trying to say was. What matters to me is I like the dynamic between Joel and Ellie. That's yeah. why I played the game. Joel dead, don't care.
1: Yeah. And I mean, fair. You know, everyone to themselves, or every everyone's opinion to themselves. But on the bright side, you did not, you know, go on a hate crusade and start chewing out people and threatening to kill them. Um, I and... mean,
0: immediately after I sold my PS4, but... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't because of that. It was because <laughs> I was, I sold my PS4 with like six games on disc. It was a PS4 slim with an external hard drive and like four controllers for like, I want to say 450 bucks because it was during uh like oh. peak quarantine and people wanted consoles. I'm like, oh, I might as well sell this. So I sold that and got the money to buy a PS5. <laughs>
1: like, I mean, fair. But I will say this, you know, you didn't go on a hate tirade. And I don't, hopefully it,
0: I never will. Yeah, it, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter.
1: Well hopefully it's just a game at the end of the day. Exactly. and that, that's all that matters. And hopefully that whenever um, anyone does feel like going on such a hateful tirade, they just slow down, think about it, and reach out because who knows? Yeah, maybe um, they're going through things in their personal lives and they just need someone to talk to. So yeah. uh, if any of you guys listening ever end up going through a moment like that, hop into our Discord. The link is in the Gaming Discord page and just come and chat. Who knows? Maybe yeah. you just need to chat it out, get some things off your chest and feel better about your day. But I think that's all for today. My name is Caleb Boudreaux. I'm the editor-in-chief of life.online. This is Ryan. All
0: right, yeah brian release radar i have a youtube channel called release radar go check it out i do tech reviews
1: appreciate it
2: and kyle uh yeah this is kyle also known as space not really don't do anything but play games and And work this is (laughs) this extraordinary
1: life have a good one